friends, welcome to the Life with the Sweaty Saints podcast, where our mission is to help one another and to make a prayer of our own lives. You will hear stories of our lives and those who are a part of our community. By sharing personal testimonies, we hope to bring hope, peace, and love to your day. Holy Spirit, please guide our conversation today. We pray that you bring us wisdom that may be helpful and fruitful for each other. Amen. And without further ado, here is Adisa. Are you ready, kids? Born ready. Nice. Welcome to our ninth episode where faith meets food. I'm Ali. I'm Gigi. And I'm Chantal. And today we're going to talk about gardening based off of Proverbs 31. And so um, as I prayed about what I should really share on this on this episode, my thoughts went back to the Garden of Eden. <laughs> and in this case, I was a bit saddened by the negative context that food was brought upon the word garden with everything that happened with the apple and um, her being deceived by the serpent and all these things. and But then I remembered this beautiful passage from Proverbs 31, which seems to me to be an answer to undo the, that original failing, so to speak, of Eve and instead how to be a, a good wife, a good woman, or for how to find a good wife. So I'm just going to read Proverbs 31. 13 to 17 and then kind of pick through and um, go through some questions with you ladies so Proverbs 31 13 to 17 she seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands she is like the ships of the merchants she brings her food from afar she rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and tasks for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She clothes her loins with strength and makes her arms strong. So the the passage is really from, it's a, a lot longer than that, but the first time I read this, this passage, I was, I was a bit taken back I was like dang this, this seems really hard to attain but yeah. I, I have commentaries in my bible and um saint john paul sort of explained this in a in a better context for me i guess because like, how is this even attainable for me but um i'll quote him he says far from representing an unattainable model she is a concrete image born from the experience of a woman of great value. Indeed, although she can sometimes disappoint, woman transcends all expectations when her heart is faithful to God. Wow. So beautiful. So good. And I love this kind of brought me a little bit of hope. <laughs> Michaela likes that. <laughs> <laughs> we always forget to introduce her. I think that's why she's raising her. Sorry, she's really loud. <laughs> Where's the soother? <laughs> so, Gigi, what stood out to you the most from this passage? 
Well, although they all brought a great message, and but uh, verse 15 was the one that stood out a little more, especially the, the words rises and provides. Mm. Um, it stood out a lot. So I just felt it, it completely relate. I related to the passage and it brought me a huge sense of accomplishment and purpose to just to rise, you know, while it was yet night and provide food for the household. Uh, I felt so accomplished and just providing for the family and just doing it for the love of God and wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. So that's what I felt um, while I was reading that. And so providing for my kids and, and husband was and is always at the forefront. And it was never or is never a question of um, ever being too much. Like, I never felt that it was a job or overwhelming. I mean, yes, it could be overwhelming, but I always did it with great joy and, and contentment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, like I said, it, it just brought me a great joy knowing that I was present and providing and praying in a sense with actions of unconditional selfless love. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what that passage or verse stood out to me. Yeah. And that's exactly like our mission, like is to make a prayer of our lives, right? <laughs> yeah. And so... Mm-hmm. That just ties it in so beautifully, G. Just like you said, you were you were making a prayer in in those actions. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I find when I when I catch myself not doing that, like when I'm not living out my life as a prayer, I f- I find that I grumble. And the task that you know that we should be doing, rising up at night or providing, and those things that that is an example for us and that we we ought to do with joy is something that becomes like you said a overwhelming if if we forget about the purpose of it and yeah and really the value mm-hmm. yeah even doing dishes i would do it with a smile you know <laughs> holding the same little pants and shirt every other day do it with a smile (laughs) yeah i I recently read something that was like instead of saying like oh great more dishes it's like oh thank you lord for these dishes that i have you know like Mm -hmm. really making that that switch that's that's the effort yeah yeah Um, the grateful grateful heart can uh, change most scenarios Mm -hmm. absolutely um, so let's continue with verse 16. It says, she considers a field and buys it with the fruit of her hands. She plants a vineyard. Jeej, can you talk a little about your childhood and how gardening impacted your, your upbringing? Sure. Um, my goodness. Well, I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> um, to this day, I have had the most amazing memories working in the garden with my mama and siblings, I guess from start to finish, such as rototilling, <laughs> getting the soil just right, uh, forming rows, spacing out the seeds, uh, watering, weeding, watching it all grow. And then the best part, picking and devouring the sweet peas, especially. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> 
Sorry, Bridge, you had to share. Bridge's favorite, yeah. <laughs> Peace be with you. Peace be with you. <laughs> and of course, cucumbers, beans, beets, potatoes, etc. But you can't forget pulling out that carrot, wiping a little dirt off, and eating it just as mm, so. Yeah. The fresh taste of hard labor, so rewarding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, how old were you around? Like, Oh my gosh. So many years from yeah. when I could walk until I was, I guess, my late teens. Did you find it hard a bit waiting for the plant to grow? No, because we kept busy in between. Okay. <laughs> yeah, climbing trees, making forts, bike riding, all kinds of stuff, good stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, and it, it didn't seem to take too long, I don't think. I guess I had more patience then. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, of course, you can't forget, um, last but not least, the scrumptious garden tomato toasts with butter and mayonnaise. Oh, so delicioso. (laughs) Right, ladies? Yes, so good. good. And on homemade bread, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My husband, Orlando, he had never tasted that before growing up until... Last year we made him because he loves mayo. <laughs> yes, loves. We know mayo. that mayo, not you, Romeo, but mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, have you ever had a toasted tomato with mayo? And he's like, no. And then he just yep, and never going back. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, I just I had so much fun. Like we had so much fun every year gardening together. It was such a wholesome family, like wholesome family times and everlasting souvenirs, I would say, because I'm, I still remember every time like I'll have like that time of year comes around, it just brings me back to those days. Mm-hmm. And with my daughters, I guess I didn't really have a huge yard, but we, we took um, up a little section of garden. We tried to, you know, grow our little rows there, but yeah, we had fun doing it. The girls had so much fun and they still talk about it. And <laughs> yeah, they, they remember. Really? Um, but yeah, I think it's just a great way to get the whole family involved. And then you just feel so rewarded at the end when it's all hopefully grown out nicely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> After I all mean, that labor. There's so much to be, to learn from, from that. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that's why your girls still talk about it this day. Yeah, we didn't get much out of it. We got a little bit. Uh, I mean, as far as like harvest, harvest because of just the circumstances. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And um, yeah, but it was it was fun while it lasted. And um, I was going to say, as it says in Proverb 31, verse 16, she considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hand, she plants a vineyard. Well, I would like to do that too someday. But anyway, it's never <laughs> too late. I'm still thinking about that field or that land and mm-hmm. possibly buying it in the near future. Yeah. I mean, things can change very quickly. And I think I'm a great example of that. Totally. With um, this, this property that we just bought in July and and yeah, just doing little little things at a time and starting mm-hmm. to do our own, you know, considering 
a land to buy and and now trying to plan ahead for next year it's yeah it takes takes time but it can happen quickly at the same time mm-hmm. it's great thanks for sharing Gigi. Yeah, no problem I'm... yeah and as i continue passage uh, verse 17 was the one that kept standing out to me it was she clothes her loins with strength and makes her arms strong and as a as an athlete i quickly imagine and assume that i need to start working out my my spaghetti arms a lot more <laughs> hey, what's wrong with spaghetti? <laughs> yeah. but after digging into the root the root hebrew meaning of this sentence i i learned that it not only means to be physically strong but that the wife knows how to prepare for her work so the hebrew phrase for she clothes her loins means to prepare oneself for something requiring readiness, strength, or endurance. Mm-hmm. And as, this, as the sentence continues with and makes her arms strong, I think about the women of the past, you know, who, who didn't have a spin class to join or a gym to go lift weights to gain strength, but, but rather it was, it was their daily task, their daily chores as a woman or a wife or... You know, as a little girl, like you said, Jeech, growing up, um, mm-hmm. as a mother, it is, it's hard work that she puts in daily that strengthens her. And again, as St. John Paul II um, sp- said so beautifully, woman transcends all expectations when her heart is faithful to God. So, you know, like all, all of this is, <laughs> is a lot to chew on, but so it, it reminds yeah it reminds me that you know this land that i just talked about that we bought and um that could could seem overwhelming because there's so much to do it reminds me that to be to be clothed in strength um it it simply means to prepare and and to make that effort and to continue that endurance right so to persevere mm-hmm which is which is a, another word that we we tend to go back to right mm-hmm. and so just yesterday i was i was out there for a couple hours with my mom because we just tilled a section of our yard we have a lot of quack grass so a lot of weeds will will grow if we don't um do something about it now in order to prepare for next next spring and so (laughs) the easy way would would be to use roundup and to kill everything but i really want to try to do something organic and so the hard way and the way that takes more time and (laughs) and requires uh planning is cardboard and wood chips and we did maybe a quarter (laughs) only a quarter of our garden last night and it really reminds me of the hard work and the strength that I needed to do in order to just prepare a section of our garden. But in the long in the long run, it'll be something so worth it. Like mm-hmm. like Gigi mentioned, you know, like that reward you feel when you take that first crunch out of your carrot, or even in my case, not having to weed every day <laughs> and really have those weeds overtake. Um, the fruits or the the vegetables, the herbs or whatever that I'll I'll be planting next year. So, 
Um, work hard now and then it's rewarding in the end. Exactly, exactly. And the foods that ultimately have given me more energy, strength and knowledge are are and were the things I learned from helping my mom with her garden. But I remember like I wanted to help her until I was an adult. And when I lived with her for a couple years with my parents and um I just remember being a bit like, impatient like is it growing is it alive did I do something wrong <laughs> and just tying that in with my faith um that's what I love about how Saint Saint John Paul said you know like woman transcends all expectation with with when her heart is faithful to God and that's part of gardening too it's just like having faith that there's something underneath like happening and that it's growing and I just you just need to be patient in order to see the fruits literally of your labor. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, coming back to um, the things about gardening and land and work, can you ladies share how have you used plants or gardening in your own lives to bring beauty to your home or to your land? Um, I worked on the road a lot. I didn't really plant anything that needed a lot of attention or mm-hmm or love or you know any so I have a lot of perennials so they come back every year (laughs) it's lovely and they look (laughs) better and better every year I have beautiful rosebush all kinds of other um, I guess lilies and yeah I guess for my situation it was just the convenience and less um, attention required but um, I do have a lot of plants indoors and I just love taking care of them and making sure that they're well watered and maintained. And yeah, that, that gives me a lot of joy as well. And, and then, like you said, you have to have patience and. Well, it becomes, it becomes a sign of life as well. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I have a few silk but yeah for the most part I have a lot because the kids got into it as well Mm. because they they were thinking they they were studying at school about oxygen and you know having plants and and just actually a good good way of them to taking care of something you know Mm -hmm. yeah responsibility responsibility and just maintaining and yeah patience and and just remembering to give it water for (laughs) for it to stay alive you know so yeah um, now that they're both gone I have a little jungle in my living room. <laughs> so it's That's great. So cool. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> Pure so fun. Yeah. Pure yeah. air. I feel so much youthfulness now. I have so much <laughs> oxygen in my living room. <laughs> Come on down, everyone. You found the plant of youth. I did. <laughs> yeah, I have so I have a little jungle in my um in my house come come fall and winter because I'm I love my tropical palms yes and so we have a few of them around in the backyard during the summer and then I bring them in but I'm very very sad to say that I did not do my due diligence this year oh no and they I didn't bring them in on time Oh, and they got frozen. Oh no! Oh, Where was Thomas? <clears throat> Didn't he remind you? Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm so sad about it. But I've got two that survived, and 
I'm gonna try to nurse them back to life. We'll see okay. what happens. But they're looking a little droopy Just and sad. Up. Anyway, that's that's kind of what I enjoy <clears throat> the most from plants is my tropical palms. And um, apart from that, <clears throat> although I didn't really get to experience a lot of gardening in my youth, I knew that it was important. And so I started gardening with Thomas at our old house like your experience with your girls he absolutely loved it like it was it's just really interesting to see how kids kids can see the fruits of their labor like a seed can turn into an entire plant with fruits in it Mm -hmm. like that is just amazing it's almost magical um but we know we know that it's it's god's graces it's god's wonder and it's um yeah that's what i enjoy from gardening so hopefully i'll get back to it and um and that my palms spring to life again in the spring <laughs> with a little bit of trimming and, and some water and maybe some fertilizer maybe they'll come back yeah i hope so i think it will it, i'll it try of just also like the seasons we go through right how there's just so much to learn through through plants and gardening and evidently this this whole passage there's so much to learn from but it reminds me of the passage about seasons and you know there's a time to dance or a time to cry and it's the same thing with our life too right there's a time to to work and to to work in the soil and to prepare it and then there's a time to to reap the harvest and to enjoy and to sort of have a feast you know Mm -hmm. um and hopefully your plants (laughs) have a new season i hope so too and and come back i was so proud like i'm i moved two of my palms from my old house to my new house a couple years ago so proud to add to my collection and this year just totally and dropped the ball. Those are big, like you have big pots, like big plants. You yeah, must, like, that it's must have been nice. hard to move in to begin with. Did you do that on your own? Yes, it was a workout. Wow. Yes, you have I'm, to strengthen your arms. I was like, no, they froze. I gotta bring them in now. So I like, the kids were taken care of in the house. I was like ran to every pot around the the deck and yeah honestly I timed it it took me 21 minutes and 22 Whoa. seconds oh, to take them all in and wow. um, there's six of them but, wow wow yeah. lots of steps those are probably like 50 pounds <laughs> yeah they're not light they're not light like We're by the end further. of it it took me I would say probably 60 seconds to get one up the stairs into the house. And by the end of it, it took me probably closer to three minutes. Because I had to like breathe deep and like brace. (laughs) Talk about making your arms strong. (laughs) Like I said, there was no gym in the past. (laughs) Yes. And that's the interesting thing of of us starting this adventure and, and where my heart went Um, years ago when I became a fitness trainer because and I think this is where I I lacked a um, a sense of purpose as a trainer 
to be like, wait, like this is all fabricated. Like all of this gym stuff, this is fabricated because we've become so lazy and and only want convenient foods. And um, I mean, also to our, you know, our jobs have also changed. Like there's a lot of desk jobs. And so we kind of have to add it to our life instead of it being part of our life. Mm. And so it's it's really interesting that the Sweaty Saints have, have started. We've been called to, to this faith and fitness platform because I feel like it's really changing the way that that I identify as a personal trainer. Like it's not going to be what it used to be. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be me. Um, telling you to do bicep curls Um, you know it's gonna be more about adding things in your life as a mother as as a career woman like whatever it may be techniques and habits yeah it's more about the routine of daily life how can you add movement there like picking up a big pot of palm (laughs) or a bag of wood chips man it was honestly like a workout and I was in my jeans my nice my nice jeans because I was just so like sad that I didn't bring them in and that comes back to to readiness right that's what the the root meaning of clothing yourself clothing your loins is is preparing oneself so yeah I was not prepared (laughs) (laughs) well you did a good job considering yes sometimes we learn by mistakes absolutely like angie uh angie said to us last week exactly mistakes are necessary in order to grow yeah for sure absolutely i agree with that i have Um, a solution for your palms though if you need okay yes you can ask your mother and father-in-law for more oh (laughs) that's a solution (laughs) that's funny I'll ask them for a birthday gift next year. It'll be more palms. <laughs> for those who don't know, they the Stradbury's own a garden center, right? Yeah, yeah. It's that's um, my husband's family history is um, immigrants from Holland who started a greenhouse. So goals. Yeah, <laughs> one day. I- Okay, so Chantal, can you talk a little bit about what stood out for you in this passage? Yeah. Um, so what stood out to me the most and what I enjoyed most about this passage is that the wisdom is coming from a woman's perspective. And she, through this passage, is suggesting that there is, in fact, a standard of what can be achieved as a Christian woman. And these things can be aimed for and carried out in whatever calling that that we have in our life, whether it be married life, religious life, or any other vocation. Like It can be brought to any, every woman in in the world. Um, And so I've been raised in a culture that sells convenience, as as we all have been. And um, I feel like that comes with a dangerous mentality that allows us to expect that all endeavors or communications, um, relationships, that we expect suddenly that it should be quick and easy 
right. and convenient for us. Yeah. But like that's not what we've been told through God's words. We're never told that our temporary life journey would be easy. So it's it's what stood out to me is that this proverb gives us a full picture um, as to how we can live according to his will. I find that it's like he wants good for us yeah. uh, ultimately. And it's it's these things like he wants us to live in these ways, um, not only for our own joy, um, but to find good in everyone else as well like for the good of everyone yeah um to to find good husbands to find um good wives for the for the men that are listening and um yeah like through living in this way if we aim for it every day in these little ways i find that the fruits of our labor will be so positive and to be rooted in strength and dignity, it will be transcendent of what the current culture is. Mm-hmm. Like, because we just find joy in working hard. Yeah. You know, and we can do that in every little thing that we can do in life. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah everything. it's just so beautiful to me that the whole thing is just... Um, yeah just a a guide as to how we can work hard that's that's what we're meant to do and and as women like there's a there's certain jobs that we bring and and it brings so many fruits to our lives in in our own special ways I love the discovery that I made through pondering on this passage that we do have a standard to aim for and by striving for these qualities that um, that we feel confident, that we can start to feel confident if we aren't already, mm-hmm. to be different from the going trends of society. Um, and I love that it's so concrete and it's generational, that it, it applied for women back in the day and it applies for us now and for our children going ahead for futures to come and generations to come. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Christ himself told us, you know, like if you want to follow me, you, you got to pick up your cross. And mm-hmm. and this work is not is not all necessarily always easy or often. No, it's not. You know, but <laughs> but he tells us that we'll be rewarded and that's the promise that we need to hold on to. With faith. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So because it's not always seen right away, and that's the difficult part. You were saying the impatience of when is yeah. this vine gonna grow fruit yeah and it's like we don't know how like in speaking in terms of our lives to to translate that into our lives we don't know when the fruit is gonna come exactly but we just have to keep persevering that's where i'm impatient whereas for the garden i could have patience for that but in my own life with waiting for the fruit that's where I need more patience. <laughs> mm. yeah. We'll pray for you. Thank you. The more yeah, we all need it. It's, yeah. And we don't, like, that promise that he holds is not, is not something that he said we might necessarily see in this, in this earth, like, on this, while we walk this earth. So, but 
his promises is especially in heaven and so yeah i would i would highly just recommend everyone listening to to pray over proverbs 31 like the entire the entire passage and if you haven't already to to consider starting your own little garden next season in some way like when we bought this house this summer i <laughs> i just did a little like flower and herb garden and tons of tomato plants and I did what I could with what I had and um, even asking for help don't be shy to ask for help sometimes mm-hmm. you know oftentimes that's that's what we need and people are happy to get to lend a hand if you don't have the tools or what so and oh, if you're uh, if you're in an apartment we've got planters for you <laughs> perfect there you go <laughs> um, but just to remember in order to clothe your loins, it means to prepare for your work, whatever that may be. So buying land or starting a garden or even just taking care of your body, your soul, your mind. Those are not things that happen overnight. And as stated earlier, it takes it takes strength and endurance. So keep going and we encourage you. We're praying mm-hmm. for you. And I've, I've just begun my journey of working with our own land. And there are steps that, there are many steps to do, but I need to be reminded that little by little, you know, we can, we can do this and tackle the daily tasks. So I hope you can, you can all carefully pray over this Proverbs 31 on your own time, because there are many abilities to practice from reading this entire passage and just take the time to ask God. Oftentimes I find myself requesting things and not asking what, what he might be calling me to do Mm. um, to do the next thing in order to, to really mold ourselves into a woman of great value. Um, I just wanted to go back. You were saying um, as far as even just, you know, starting a garden, taking care of your body. Well, that in itself is a challenge and I've been trying to work on myself and, you know, praying more and, and changing, um, being more mindful on eating habits and whatnot. And I want to share with you, I lost 20 pounds. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. The fruits of your labor. Congrats. I'm so proud of you, Jeech. Good yeah, job, Jeech. <laughs> so happy for yes. you. And, and like bringing it to prayer, I found in the past that's been pretty much the only time that I've been successful is when I'm honestly bringing it to prayer when I'm struggling with uh, food habits. Yeah. And I also have more time for myself. So that helps too. Yeah. yeah. Time for me to be selfish. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> just kidding. You know, like, <laughs> no, you're just clothing your loins. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's what it takes to be ready as well. You know, like, taking care of your body resting and and if we don't do that then it's harder to take care you know it's to take care of 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 others as well so that's it's a huge step and it's hard to do when we're used to maybe serving others all the time like you so that's amazing really proud of you Okay, so nobody awesome. asks me for anything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. No, ask me anytime. <laughs> no, but I think it's good to for you to set the boundaries of, or for anyone to set boundaries on, on clothing their loins. You, like you have to fill your cup, and you have to 
um put on your own oxygen mask yeah exactly (laughs) so it's it I'm so glad to hear that that's awesome thank you god bless you today and always Mm -hmm. and remember embrace the sweat thank you so much for listening we feel so grateful to have your support we have been working to provide this community with various events including our favorite women's nights if you are interested in joining us please reach out to see when our next event is happening and if you feel called to support our mission visit our website store at www.sweatysaints.ca. Thanks again. God bless.